Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Bless you this great day. I hope you're staying healthy. I hope you're doing the things that help you stay healthy. And I hope you're helping everybody else stay healthy. But you know what? God is good. God has never left the throne. He is directing our lives. He is leading us, and he wants to guide each and every one of you this day. Our Heavenly Father, bless this day. God, bless it in a powerful way that people would see you, Lord, that even through these messages, they would see the power of God unfold, and people would respond, and people would realize that you have a plan for their lives, and you want to be with them. You want to guide them. You want to take them to new heights. Lord Jesus, be with our nation. Be with our world. Be with our president. Be with those leading. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would just be in the center of everything we do, that we would certainly be people of prayer. Lord, be with our school systems, everything that's taken place, all the decisions that are taking place. I pray, Lord, that you would direct those that are in leadership. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, I've been excited to be able to share about Jeremiah. It's been a, something's been on my heart for a long time because I've been studying Jeremiah, and I'm just going to kind of uh, go out of the first chapter today. I will refer, uh, I think, to a verse in the second chapter a little bit later on, probably tomorrow, because this will be a, a two-day uh, series. But uh, I'm just uh, excited to be able to share about Jeremiah. And according to the Jewish tradition, Jeremiah authored, uh, of course, the book of Jeremiah, and I believe he authored Lamentations and Kings. At least uh, that's in my studies. Now, I can't say for sure. I think that was the Jewish tradition, in fact. But uh, we know one thing. He was a man of God, and he listened to God, and he was obedient to God. And we're going to talk about that for a little bit. But he's regarded as a prophet by uh, in Judaism, uh, Christianity, and Islam. They all regard him as a prophet. So he was highly esteemed no matter how you shake it. He was a son of a priest, and he started his ministry under the reign of King Josiah. And many of you will remember King Josiah because as a kid, you probably learned that Josiah took over a kingship at age eight years old. Can you imagine? Just think of an eight-year-old kid that you know that suddenly is the king. Now, of course, we know he probably had a team around him that was dictating everything that needed to be done until he reached an age of of understanding, but by the age of 18, he had really grasped a hold of it. He was purging the land of corruption, and he was having people listening to the Word of God as the people read it, read it. He wanted people to understand the importance of Almighty God. He was a great king. He was one of the good kings. As you all know in the Old Testament, there are good kings and there's bad kings. And we always wonder, because we know that God allows kings to be in their place, But, you know, God's plan is so much bigger than any of us ever get or understand. We don't get uh, hardly any of it. We know when Adam and Eve went to the garden, he gave them a choice, a choice. You can have this incredible fruit. You can have this. I can just picture this as a beautiful orchard out there. This is all yours. Eat, enjoy life together, you know, until sin came into the world, until the serpent tempted Eve and then Eve told Adam, and together they participated in sin and started the whole realm of life and everything else that took place. But probably because of that, we are here today, or might have just been Adam and Eve. I don't know. I don't know. God has a divine plan for everyone. But another Bible character that had an influence on Jeremiah's life, and it was 
in old studies found out that he was like Jeremiah's tutor was Zephaniah, and that's the 36th book of the Old Testament. He was supposed to, supposedly Jeremiah's mentor. So you had somebody else that was listed that you've heard of. So you know about Josiah. Now I'm telling you about Zephaniah. But so Jeremiah, he he was somebody that God wanted to use. But let me read to you Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 through 10. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in a womb, I knew you. Let me read that again, people. Understand this. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you was even in your mother, I knew you, he told Jeremiah. Before you were born, he said, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. That made me think a lot about my life. God, you must have set me apart before I was in my mother's womb. I shouldn't even been in my mother's womb. I was an accident. I was six years after my my last uh, five and a half years after my last sibling, and I I was an afterthought. That's why they're all named D's: David, Douglas, Daniel, and then I'm Tom. You know, they're Thomas. Maybe it was because they were doubting that they were going to be able to have it, uh, or I don't think they were. They certainly weren't planning on me. But somehow God had a plan for me. God had a plan for Tom to do something in life and do something in this world. And I I certainly didn't know what that plan was at the time. Of course, I was just born. But uh, even later on, I never thought about that. I thought more about that reading this passage than I thought about in a long time. I'm going to read it one more time because now I've rambled and I want you to make sure you understand this. The word of the Lord came to me saying, before... I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. I believe God has his hands on people's lives. I believe God has a plan for your life. The question you need to look at and you need to seek God's counsel on is, are you following through with God's plan for your life? I hope you are. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am too young. You must go everyone and send you must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand, and he touched my mouth, and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. See, Jeremiah is like a lot of us today. He made excuses. He made excuses. He said, hey, I had formed you. I set you apart. And Jeremiah's excuse was, well, I'm just a youth. Youth and in those days, being in the mid twenties, they considered youth up in the mid twenties. So he could have been twenty four or twenty five. But he says, you know, I don't have it. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the understanding. I don't have the abilities. See, that's exactly what we do in our lives. We make excuses all the time. I have a brother that went into ministry, a pastor, pastor for over forty years, and uh, he was early on was like, Lord, I, I don't speak well. I I can't, this this isn't who I am. But yet God said, no, Doug, I have a plan for you. I have a plan. I want you to speak. I will give you the words. I will touch your lips. And my brother's been able to influence 
people for over 40 years, and even in his retirement, he helps churches. And he has seven kids that are dynamic Christians and are leaders, and uh, that God has used powerfully in their lives. And you know what? It's because he said yes to what God had. He didn't make the excuse. Sometimes we say, I'm scared. I'm scared. I was, I was a little nervous to be a pastor, especially a senior pastor back 30-some years ago when I be, started becoming a senior pastor. Man, I'm scared because I'm, I'm not your uh, theologian as some people. I'm a I'm pretty simple dude, man. That's just kind of who I am. I, I certainly studied the Bible and, and read the Bible and, and uh, listened and been mentored all along the way. But uh, I'm telling you something, I never felt capable Sometimes you can be too uh, scholarly good for your own good. Too many times people try to take the Word of God and they, they mince it down so much that they take the meaning away from what God really uh, had in store. The best thing you can do is pray before reading the Word and say, God, open up doors. There's been times that God has shown me a scripture, I believe, that it just bounced out at me that I never really even noticed. I never even really paid much attention to. Then I started thinking about it. And one of them might have been this Jeremiah, this uh, chapter, verse 5, saying that I set you apart. I formed you in your mother's womb. Boy, here, I, I tell you what, I, I really, of course, you know, anybody that knows me know I struggle with uh, the idea of abortion. I'm certainly pro-life to the 100th uh, percent. But I'm telling you what, you read this, you understand why. Because I formed you in your mother's womb. God formed babies in their mother's womb. Well, what if they were out of uh, something weird that happened that they, you know, they were had a baby and it was out of wedlock, whatever. God takes situations and he used them for his glory if we let him. The problem is we don't let him. And he has a plan for us and he wants us to live by those plans. I think many of us fight the call of God because we are so scared to make that commitment. I know I was I was certainly scared. I was scared, you know, I had I had different plans. And I've told you before, most of my education is in elementary education. I was going to be a school teacher and a coach. And you know the, the funny thing about it, God gave me that plan too because when I first moved to Boise, our church was very tiny and I uh I was able to substitute teach uh for a couple years. And then I was also able to coach uh, sports. I got to coach varsity basketball for a couple of years. And, and I've coached, in fact, probably seven or eight years of my ministry over the years, I've been able to coach. And, and so I've had that dream fulfilled. In fact, I've been able to announce, announced basketball for CUNA for six years and football for Meridian for nine years. I've been able to be in the things that, that I enjoy. God not only put me into being a senior pastor, but he gave me some of the desires of my heart and some of the things that I that I was looking at, and then I went to Warner Pacific College for a while and got some uh, some education in ministry. Then I graduated from George Fox, but that was in management in uh, HRM, and and uh, God led me. But it was the greatest thing. I was telling somebody the greatest tool I ever had was that college because I had so many practical experiences in leadership. The, the, my schooling really led me in being a leader and being a manager, and I'm so thankful for that. And my parents' teaching and my friend Randy Hood's mentorship helped me as a pastor to be able to be uh, what God would have me be. I'm not a perfect pastor. i got a lot of flaws. There's so many great pastors out there, but you know what? I know I'm being used for what God wants. Well, I ran out of time already. I thought I would. So we'll be back tomorrow with the same thing. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.